Speaking of the Cowboys, Oof. hilarious. Jason Garrett was yesterday the day he stopped clapping. Yeah, he's got to be done. I I thought it was a little premature before, but at home Thanksgiving Day game against a playoff team, you're trying to hang on and win that division, and you just get boat raced by the Bills. The Bills. I know the Bills have a decent defense, but you still got to win that game at home on Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Yeah, I think he's dead man walking. He um, is dead man walking. A Cowboys beat writer said, tweeted out last night, when it comes to Jason Garrett's job status, a Cowboys source tells me that tonight no one is, no one is in his corner, and despite that, what we were told in the media, the organization is, quote, done with him. I'm done with y'all. Why wouldn't right you be? Like, I'm done with y'all. I think it's pretty telling when a guy like Jason Witten, who's there forever, and he's one of the captains on that team, comes out and says, yeah, I'm with Jerry Jones on this one. <laughs> like, probably the biggest face of your franchise over the past decade is coming out and saying that, yeah, I'm not in the coach's corner anymore. I'm and, done and, with you And here's the crazy thing about that, and then we'll get back into the, the Badger game. The crazy thing about that, despite that loss yesterday, they still lead their division. <laughs> how about that? You're leading the division, and, and I don't you're see be how fired. they're not. I mean, all they have to do is basically win. I give them two more games. If they get to 8-8... Eight and eight, that means Philly would have to go three and one. Obviously, the Giants and Redskins are done. Um, so Dallas basically would have to just implode worse than they already have yeah. not to win so their what? division. Cowboys are five hundred. Eagles are five and six. Eagles yeah. do have an easy schedule, though. True, and the but they basically have to win nine. out. Um, and then you look at the NFC. You got Packers, Vikings, obviously two really good teams. Uh, Saints, obviously a really good team. And then San Francisco, Seattle, two really good teams. You look at the other three divisions, and, I mean, hell, even a team like the Bears or Rams or Panthers, who are all 500, none of those teams have a prayer of making the I mean, like, what would the Rams record be if they were in the NFC East? The Rams are going to finish four, maybe five games out of their division They'd win the NFC East by five games. Yeah, Rams are – I mean, Rams aren't that good, but they'd be better than the Cowboys or the Eagles in the NFC East. My God. The NFC East is so pathetic. Man, I don't even know if the if they're going to be able to hold on to that division. The Eagles play Miami, New York Giants twice, the Redskins, and then Dallas. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That is an easy schedule. But, and, but Philly, they, they've Who lost – the Cowboys got? Uh, let's see here. Dallas schedule remaining is Bears, Bears, Rams, Rams, Eagles, Redskins. Yeah, that's that's certainly tougher. Uh, could be. It, it'll probably come down. How about this? Your boy MT. It'll probably come down to Dallas needing to win next Sunday in Chicago. Yeah, and I could, I could, I don't know. That Bears defense pretty good though. Um, Nelly, Nelly was saying this to me before we jumped on air today. Cowboys is what the Packers. Second, probably best the win? second best win for the Packers. Cowboys have not beat a team over five hundred this year, and who who would be the Packers' best win? Well, you'd have to go with the Vikings, who are same record as the Packers at eight and three. Yep. But if you remember all the way back to early September, Green Bay came out and smoked them in that first quarter, and then got smoked for the last three quarters and had just held on. That scares me. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs, I mean, obviously without Mahomes, um, the Chiefs win still. I mean, to go on the road and win at night is still impressive. Yeah. Oh, the Chiefs beat the Vikings um, with, um, yeah, with, Matt with, Moore. with Matt Moore. So I th- that's, and, you know, at the time, I mean, obviously the Bears aren't going to make the playoffs. That's still a good win to go into Chicago and win. But, yeah, you guys are right. I mean, the Packers don't have, but, I mean, look at, look at the Patriots. I don't even think they've beaten more than one or two teams with a winning record, and they're going to get home field advantage. So, 
sometimes it's just, you know, it, it lines up. But da- yeah, Dallas and Philadelphia, the fact that one of those teams is going to win that division is crazy. Yeah, it's criminal. When you're probably going to have, uh, you know, a team like, you know, Minnesota, Seattle, Green Bay, one of those teams will be lucky to be a wild card because yeah. one of those teams is going to win its division and the other two will probably be the two wild cards. Yeah, um, it's funny how it's all shaping up because, what, the Saints clinched last night. They clinched a spot, so there's, what, 11 spots left and five left in the NFC? I think the NFC playoff teams are pretty much all locked up here. I think we know who they are. Yeah, it's basically who's going to come out of the East, Philly or Dallas. Right, and then does Green Bay or Minnesota win the NFC North and can Seattle, who do who do play San Francisco one more time, uh, yeah, I think the only question is who, I mean, Saints, are, the only thing we know is one division winner is done. The Saints are going to win the NFC South. They already have. So then the question becomes Dallas, Philly, but that's only a one team gets in. Green Bay, Minnesota, one team wins the division. One team will be a wild card. And then San Francisco, Seattle, one team wins the division. One team will be a wild card. So you guys, yeah, I think we have the six teams uh, we just got to put them in order. Got a jockey for positions here. Right. And that gets to Sunday, which we'll talk about with Amon uh, Green coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, that gets to Sunday where, yes, the Giants are 2-9. and nine They're not good. And are riding. I, still, I, I couldn't believe this when I saw this yet last night when I was starting to kind of look at stuff for the show today, that they had lost. I knew they were bad. I did not realize the Giants had lost seven games in a row. Oh, they have? Yeah, I guess I didn't they are riding that a. They have not won since the end of September. When was Daniel Jones named a starter? Um, that was the, the the Tampa Bay game. Yeah, that that is yeah, the yeah. Uh, the last time uh, they have won a game. They have lost eight weeks in a row, including the bye week. They, Daniel Jones started out two and zero, beat the Buccaneers and Redskins back to back weeks, and everyone's like, "Oh man, told you Eli was done. This guy's good." And then Daniel Jones has promptly lost his last seven starts in a row. Daniel Jones. Yeah, um, the only chance that the Giants have is that they can run the football nonstop, right? What else are they going to do? Yeah, have you I watched have no, the Giants like, lately? They're just yeah. not Well, good. not only have they lost, they've lost to the Jets, the Lions, the Cardinals at home. Um, yeah, they'll. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get a mon's take on that. But, yeah, the after, after the Thanksgiving Day games, yes, Dallas – I don't know how much longer Jason Garrett has, but that's the thing. Can you fire a coach who's in first place? Not that he deserves the, the credit, but do you really want to upset, you know, and make even more drama for a team that with four weeks to go leads its division? I mean, he clearly has lost the team. He clearly probably will be gone after this season. Listen, no and one's in this, his corner. Well, right. But if any if you're any other six and six team, you're getting fired right now. But Nelson, you can't I mean, you can't fire a coach of a, a team that's leading its division with four games to go, can you? I don't see why not. If if he's not living up to your expectations, if you thought this team was supposed to be eight and three. They'll do it when the season's over. Like, they're well, not I would gonna, agree with yeah. that. I think you have yeah, to yeah, let him ride no, out I, the year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think we all, he's definitely going to get canned at the end of the season. I'm just saying, would you fire – if you're in – even as bad as it is, would you fire a guy when your team's leading its division because you wouldn't want that distraction? Or do you say, no, that's why you would fire the guy because with four weeks to go, you need to get a jump start. Like, I think you'd have to look at who are your options. Are you going to have Kellen Moore become the head coach? Guess like younger than you are. We well, could get Big Mike trotting out there as quick as they can. Are you going to have Wade <laughs> Phillips take over? Or no, Wade Phillips is in uh, L.A. Yeah, now. Who's LA. their D coordinator? Cowboys? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't I don't even know. Maybe Jerry Jones could coach it himself. There we go. 
Hell yeah. A lot of people thought, you know, when the, when the fallout with Jimmy. Rod G- Marinelli. Rod Marinelli. There you go. Well, he used to be a head coach. Uh, remember when, when Jimmy Johnson quit before he went and got Barry Switzer, there were people that thought Jerry Jones would name himself head coach. I think he should. I'd love to see it. Jerry Jones head coach. Yeah, well, Jimmy Johnson's just, he's just hanging out in New York now. Do you think it's weird when they have the football games, they cut to New York for like, yes. what, what's the point of cutting to New York where they just have a bunch of people with uh, NFL jerseys on? There's no game being played well, there. Right. And they're it's from so LA. Weird. So why don't you just stay home in LA? If you're, why, why go to New York? You're going to go somewhere. I don't get it. Go to, go to Detroit yesterday. Go, go to the game. I don't understand that. Um, yeah, that was weird. I agree with you there. <laughs> Special Friday visit with our Badger Insider, RJ, in the 7 o'clock hour. He's up early today. Appreciate that. So we'll visit with uh, RJ coming up. Of course, the uh, Amon Green show coming up at 7.30 as well. And then we'll get to our D-bag of the week vote. We got our handicap of the stars. It still, of course, is a football Friday show. Uh, RJ, happy uh, Black Friday. Did you you eat bountiful amounts of food yesterday? Oh, absolutely. Uh... You know, you save up for the the one meal of the day just so you can eat a lot of food. I saw you watching a movie yesterday. Oh, yeah, Trading Places. Yeah, man. Oh, my God, I did play. So that was on Comedy Central. I did the Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which is the quintessential Thanksgiving movie, and then I fell asleep during Trading Places, which was the second one. I wanted a nap because that was about my after-the-meal nap time, but I hadn't (laughs) seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles since probably like the early 2000s, and I was, oh, my God, it's such a good movie. Yeah, it's one of those, like, even though it's like something that has a very low chance of happening anymore. I know, right? You can still, I I think at least. Technology has ruined a lot of movies. Us three can relate to that movie. I don't know about this guy. has ruined a lot of plausible scenarios in movies. Well, and just, you know, like the fact that there wasn't even a cell phone. Like the the guy had to like, like Steve Martin, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Plane Shares and Automobiles, uh, (laughs) trying to get home for Thanksgiving. Uh, it, like he couldn't even find a payphone. Yeah. Like now, you know, the question. Now you is, definitely can't right, find a payphone. Can, can you get Wi-Fi on your uh, phone? You know, in 1985, it was. Can I just find a payphone? But what a great movie! <laughs> you can you can see where payphone banks used to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> RJ, you go. Uh, you gonna go punch out in the old ladies and grandmas, grandpas for some Black Friday deals after this? No, I've. Our family has never done Black Friday. Nice. Um, good. I've never done it. Yeah. So I had to work it. That's that's a solid yeah. no. See, we're here I'm, I'm entertaining go the coach, people. Though. Oh, that's right, wrestling. Oh, yeah, we got it. That's yeah. I'll be coaching Free tomorrow. Special on wrestling lessons, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, they <laughs> they got to pay for it. All right. So there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna pay. There's a lot at stake. Obviously, tomorrow, RJ, we put uh, these choices on our Twitter poll. Uh, what would you put as the biggest deal tomorrow? Getting back the axe, uh, getting back the Big Ten West crown, or what I think what it should be. And this is the only one that's not known. Um, would be a chance for the Rose Bowl because I still believe the winner of this game, assuming Ohio State beats in the Big Ten Championship game and goes to the college football playoff, should at least be slotted for the Rose Bowl. So out of the Axe, the Big Ten West Championship, or the Rose Bowl, what would you put the biggest value on this game tomorrow? The Axe. See, every, yeah. anyone who's connected with the team, I'm, I always say it's like someone's going to say something differently, but Matt Bernstein said that. All our roundtable guys said that. Zach Heilprin said Anyone who covers or is connected with the team, everyone picks the axe. Explain. Oh, it's it's ingrained in you. Um, you get there. You It's one of the few times where uh, during the week, the first team meeting of the week, they've always asked the entire staff to be in there. You go over the importance of it. You go over, you know, some of the history of it. Um 
I mean, they're just the the lore and stuff in the whole rivalry. Um, I mean, Bronco Nagurski, when he was like, he punched out a horse, apparently. <laughs> like, back Man, in the would Peter be pissed today, RJ? Like, yeah. Suck that, it, Peter. Back in the day when fights broke out at things and, and, and at games and stuff, he felt something nip on his shoulder and he punched out a horse because it was a police horse, not a person. Like, <laughs> that's a. I Hell yeah. Not sure if that that's was a true police or not. horse. Yeah. Like, man, just think if you did that nowadays, you'd go <laughs> to the cling for a long time. But, I mean, so. Horse like, lives matter, RJ. The, it's, yeah, you, you learn about that kind of stuff and you f- know why the the axe matters. Now, the rest of it comes with the axe. So, if you focus on winning the axe, the other two things have the great possibility of happening. Well, the 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 winning the Big Ten West will happen, right? Um, and then, yeah, you have you set yourself up for a, a chance to go to the Rose Bowl or uh, the playoff. Is it true that there's like a loop of videos when like with the practice facilities and Camp Randall, but leading up to this of them celebrating with the axe? Yeah, like nonstop yep. loop. It's it's a nonstop loop of just X celebrations. I don't know if they still do it, but yeah, on all the TVs during during X week, uh, it was just a a loop of X celebrations. You never saw Minnesota X celebrations. Um, you don't when when you take a picture with the X, you hold out the side that has the red blade. You basically do not acknowledge that yellow side exists. So, like, when Wisconsin has the axe, there it is. Um, You only see the red side. Like, during this week, if we had the axe, the axe is at the entrance, uh, the tunnel to to the field. So you go by, you're told to touch the axe before practice, after practice. The axe goes to training table uh, for the meal. I mean, it's a part of the program. Uh, so you don't, you don't want to think of life without the ax. So yeah, when it's there, that the, the trophy case is empty. It's ingrained in you. Yeah. So what's your uh, visiting with our Badger Center, RJ, what's your, cause Ebo and I were trying to do this exercise and it is difficult, uh, earlier in the show. Like what is Minnesota, right? I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of the Wisconsin from two years ago version on the national stage where they didn't, you know, they were 12 and old, but they didn't beat anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Minnesota's schedule up until Penn state, very unimpressive. Uh, that is an impressive win beating the Nittany Lions, but then you go into Iowa, a competitive game, but you lose and it's not like, you know, Iowa's special. They're, they're good. So what do you, I mean, what is Minnesota? Are they a team that is, you know, what the handicappers have at a couple points worse than Wisconsin? Are we underselling them or are they, you know, better than even people are giving credit for at eight? Like, what do you think the Gophers are? I, I, I think they're better than a lot of people are giving them credit for, but I mean, there's still lapses in big games from their coach. Like, is it just because we don't want to admit it, though, that they're good? I just said they're better than we give them credit for. I know, but it's Minnesota. Like, <laughs> it doesn't it irk you to say that they're good? Yeah. So they're better than we give them credit for. <laughs> like, it's just, it's um, so, it bugs me. But, I mean, I think in big games and what – you want to think about the Penn State game. I think Penn State overlooked Minnesota 
no matter what James Franklin says. Because or, spoiler alert, it is Friday. They heard the bet of Ebo, and Penn State was like, as great as it is to win, we want to see some see dude it. have sex with a robot. Yeah, let's, they, let's dump that this could game. Be it. They got but, robot fetishes. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I maybe the weather or the whatever the weather is supposed to be might be factoring into some of those decisions you see by the lines and whatnot because it could be snowing, it could be raining, and it's supposed to be bad weather the entire game. And I think that plays a little more into Wisconsin. I was going to say, twice um, we've had that, you know, the Michigan game when it was rainy and then the, the South Florida game. Twice we've seen Wisconsin right. absolutely not just win in games that we thought were going to be close where it was weather-aided. They just absolutely destroyed the team. So, right. yeah, and I've seen that. I mean, if it is going to be sloppy and windy and rainy tomorrow, the two times we've seen that, Badgers have rolled. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it hinders your almost 3,000-yard passer at – at Minnesota, 2,000-yard receivers, a 1,000-yard rusher. But I think Wisconsin, if you if it is bad weather and the defense can focus on stopping the run in a bad weather game, I'm not sure I've seen Minnesota play in one yet. But then again, I haven't watched all of Minnesota's games. So I know it's been a few I years. I just RJ, I there. can't get over not seeing this game in the Metrodome. I'm still conditioned <laughs> right. for this game to be. I still forget because in the you I know the Vikings, you know they just go they build a new yeah. dome. Like Minnesota football is the only one that went from a dome to outside. Like mm-hmm. I still have to train my brain tomorrow when I'm watching this to say this isn't indoors. Yeah, uh, but I mean, if you haven't been to the stadium, it is a very nice stadium. Uh, it's on the smaller side with the uh, possibility of expanding uh, that big area where when the Vikings played there, they had the temporary bleachers uh, that can be made up to be permanent bleachers if they ever need to uh, do that uh, for expansion. But uh, yeah, the stadium's a a beautiful setting for, uh, for college football. You get to see uh, the downtown Minneapolis in the background, um, uh, you can overlook and see Williams Arena and Mariucci. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's a nice setting for college football. Uh, you don't really I, – I mean, I don't like the team we're playing. So <laughs> it's it's still not – A little biased. Yeah. I, I mean, that's okay. you got to have yeah. respect for them. But it's not I, like you're wearing a full-body Wisconsin sweatsuit right I now. I do not respect Minnesota, <laughs> but you know I do. It's one of those things where I respect nothing less. You're our Badger insider. You're not our freaking Gopher insider. I want you to learn this every day. Every time you talk, oh, this, this is about Wisconsin. This is off a pile from the, the I parents' love it. house. I, I stayed overnight. That's, that's, a good, right that's a good fit. Hey, uh, right. Arch, give me, I, a, uh, give me the uh, official RJ game day prediction. Uh, you know, I, I think it'll actually be a close one. I will say... 35-27 Wow. RJ. That's a big point spread. Cohen unleashed or a Taylor unleashed? Probably Taylor unleashed. Yeah. <laughs> you going to go hang out with these guys in Endeavor tomorrow? He's coming. Apparently I'm coming. You're, wow. Wow. No, I'm even more coming. sad I'm going to miss this thing. <laughs> well, enjoy it, uh, RJ, and uh, thanks for coming in on your uh, on your day off. We yeah, appreciate absolutely. the commitment. I, I always like helping you guys out. You're there working he is. today or you're going back home? No, I'm going to coach like right now. Oh, yeah. He's got yeah. wrestling. Yeah. All right, thank you for wrestling. Wrestling. Appreciate right. that, man. There's our Badger Insider, RJ. Nelly, I'll start with you. I'll let you eat, Ebs. Nelson, what do you think I of this? I can do both. I'm multi-talented. Okay. Well, then either one of you speak. I'm like... This has got to help Wisconsin, right? A foot of snow tomorrow, 30-mile-an-hour winds. That's blizzard, whiteout conditions in Minneapolis for this game tomorrow. 
Well, what do we talk about with Minnesota? Their best two players are arguably their two wide receivers. Those are the guys that they want to get the football to. Their quarterback's already dinged up. This this has to favor Wisconsin. Wisconsin's the, the team that is scared to unleash Jack Cohn and just wants to run Jonathan Taylor straight ahead. So, yeah, this definitely benefits Wisconsin. It's totally for Wisconsin, I man. mean, I would say yes, but is this like... Does How's this Jonathan get, Taylor going to run through it? That's just going to say, does this <laughs> get to the point where it's way over the top and then it just becomes luck? You know, it's not who's the better team. It's just who fumbles less or what weird bounces the football take. I mean, I agree. Like, the, the Michigan game was kind of rainy, kind of, you know, cloudy, kind of muggy. It benefited Wisconsin. The South Florida game was a mud pit. Benefited Wisconsin. Is this, like, is this gone too far? This game would be, like, 6 nothing because there was a one, one touchdown scored and they couldn't kick the extra point because there was too much snow. Like, 6 nothing and just grind it out. It seems almost criminal to have this game come down to a foot of snow. Well, that's what I'm saying. This, mile is, this is wind. the game of the year in the Big Ten, and it might you might be right. It might be like six nothing because who's going to score if that accurate? If that forecast is accurate, again, a foot of snow and thirty <laughs> mile an hour wind. What's the temperature? How does anybody score? I don't know, dude. It's, it's, I have no idea. I wish. I mean, I like it, but this you just throw everything out the window then. Yeah, I guess you would lean Wisconsin just because Jonathan Taylor is clear-cut, head and shoulders better than everyone else when it comes to running the football. New celebration for Wisconsin. Half the team grabs the axe, the other half grab P.J. Shovel. Fleck and they whitewash him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't row. I mean, I would say, Ben, because you can't row a boat in icy conditions or if the lake freezes over. No, you can't. Um, what do they have, those skiffs that like that you can, like the wind jammer things? Or you, like, yeah, they got those. Could was PJ could PJ Float roll the boat on a skiff? You're not really rowing, though. You're just using the wind, right? I don't know what it's going to be. PJ right. Flex, no matter what, I think the boat's sinking. Is the boat sinking? Or well, it's, it's not going to be rowed. Or it's it's just it's got it's caught like in an ice dam. Like PJ Flex stranded out in What's the middle the, of a lake. Somewhere. Did they say what the temperature is supposed to be? You know, like twenties, thirties. I mean, it's it's going to be your Big, traditional fat snow coming yeah, down. It's, it's going to be a blizzard. I mean, when you have thirty mile an hour winds and a foot of snow, um, you know, like I'm all for like we were talking to the Mon. Like I was at that wild card game when it was Packers Seahawks and it was the snow globe game, but it was big, fat, puffy flakes of snow and it wasn't like white out. It yeah. was just like. A, it was like a postcard for Lambeau Field. This is like, you know, you can't even see five feet in front of your face. When so you're they're definitely not going to unleash Jack Cohen. Jack Cohen definitely is not going to be unleashed. So I, I take back what I said to RJ. Let Jack Cohen throw the ball more than five yards down the field. These donuts are good, by the way. Um, what, do you, what do you got, Miller? Coconut, Coconut cream, pie. cream pie. Coconut cream pie. Oh, God. Dude, this is awesome. No, so, I mean, this plays into Wisconsin, right? Running the football. And a strong defense. No, you said, and we're all agreement. Minnesota's best players are for the air game. Yeah, I mean they have two potential first round draft pick wide receivers. So I'm with you, Nelson. I'm just saying, does this? I mean, weather benefits Wisconsin, or do you get to the point where like this is over the top weather, and then it just becomes like it's just complete dumb luck who wins the game tomorrow? Well, I think it, if you break it down, break it down, Nelly. I'm gonna eat this donut while you break it down. <laughs> Who's got the better defense? Probably lean with Wisconsin. Who has the better offensive line and running game? You'd have to lean with Wisconsin. Yeah. The only place where you can argue who has a better quarterback, I, I feel like you can argue either way who's got a better quarterback, and then it comes down to who's got the better receiving options. You'd go with probably Minnesota because the Badgers, even though we hear they're called the Fatal Four and they're the best receiving core they've had ever, they don't use them like that. 
They don't use their wide receivers like Minnesota targets their top two guys. I think you'd have to say a 14 to 10 game definitely favors Wisconsin. You don't want to get into a 38-35 game. Wisconsin's not built to do that. All right, when it comes to snowy games like this, is it genius? Would you guys do it, or do you think it's the biggest scam? Like when it snows and the Packers say, hey, come to Lambeau Field and shovel for like $5 an hour. Would you do it? Are you that big of a Packer fan to say, no, 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 $5 an hour to shovel? That's why we rent. We don't own. <laughs> I, I, I mean, hate shoveling. At some point, I guess I wouldn't mind like having my retirement home. But, boy, the idea of never shoveling or mowing my lawn again is so amazing. Dude, I had to rake the other day. Not fun. Look at I even got the injury from it. The raking, the dreaded I'm raking sorry, blister. Yeah. I just look, I'm with you, Nelson, and I think you're right. And I think it does benefit Wisconsin. I just wonder, does this get like over when you're talking this bad of weather, is there really an advantage to anybody? Or is it just like dumb luck who wins this game tomorrow? Like who can hang on to the ball? What football takes a weird, you know, it's like those you see those like where you punt it and it's like, you know, hitting a wedge from a hundred yards into the green and the ball just sticks into the green. Like yeah. you're not gonna get any bounce of the football. You're not gonna get any lucky bounces. The balls, it's just it's gonna be a complete like Whiteout. Oh, the King RXX says, don't forget that college game day will be at Minnesota, so they did pick the perfect time to have Minnesota to host. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the four-letter networks They're love like, why it. Why you chose uh, what? You could have been at the Iron Bowl or Bedlam in like 85-degree yeah. weather in the south, and they're in a blizzard. blizzard. <laughs> Feel terrible. Feel terrible with the four-letter network. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I just, I think you got to throw everything out of the window and just and kind of say, I guess you lean on Jonathan Taylor. And if you're leading on Jonathan Taylor, he's the best player on the field, you'd yeah. say what? Then Wisconsin's probably going to have the edge to win the game. I, I think ultimately, yeah, because Nelson's absolutely right. that If there is an advantage for Minnesota, it's their wide receivers. And, again, if you're talking 30-mile-an-hour wins and zero visibility because it's blizzard-like conditions, I don't think there's going to be too many touchdown passes in this game tomorrow. Yeah, they say the game. So I'm reading the break. The game will feature two high-scoring offenses that produce points in different ways. Minnesota runs a lot of spread, run pass option concepts, which has produced 1,000-yard rusher in Rodney Smith and two receivers with over 1,000 yards in Tyler Johnson and Rashad Bateman. So, yeah, I mean, Tanner Morgan, I mean, who would you rather have in this game, Tanner Morgan or Jack Cohn, or does it even matter? I don't, I don't think it, when you're talking about weather like this, I don't think, Nelson, lock of the century, daily action zone, under 48 and a half. This has got to, with this weather holds, this has got to be the lock if of the century. If only you had a lock of the century. Blood bank. This is my bl- Nelson. How- they won't score twenty four points tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, but when it gets like this, you could also have guys slipping and falling down. So if one guy falls down, another guy's wide open. Yeah, I just man, forty eight and a half in a in a blizzard. I just I don't know, man. Uh, I, I it's it's. Do it we makes- really think Morgan's a better quarterback than Jack Cohn? Not completion. Hey, Jack Cohn, third best completion percentage in the country. Or. Or do they just allow him to throw the ball to his talented wide receivers, but they don't do that with Jack Cohn? I, I don't really think Morgan is that much better than Jack Cohn where it's a noticeable difference. Plus, he's dealing with an injury. He's been dealing with it. He was questionable heading into Northwestern. They didn't know if he was going to play until, like, game time. Uh, by the way, so Wisconsin, a two-point favorite. We'll give our, our, our picks coming up. Um, how, how about this? You know, we had Rutgers for D-Bag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rutgers in a conference game is a forty-seven point underdog against. Kick them out of the Big Ten. Why are why is Rutgers? Why, even... why are we doing this with with Rutgers? Because of the market they bring. What who is even a fan of Rutgers? What market do they bring? Exactly the players' parents who have to support them <laughs> just because they love them. 
Nelson, did Alabama cover that 47-point game last week against whoever they played, like UAB or whatever? Yeah, but here's the thing. Alabama was playing an FCS team. Yeah. Did they cover that bet? Because that was the biggest one of the year. Penn State, this is the second biggest line, 46 for Penn State. Well, wasn't, what, was the, what was the Bama line? 47. Well, I, I think the biggest one was Ohio State. 66 to 3. Oh, yeah, Ohio State was 49. Ohio State Rutgers. had, they, no, they, cover. Were, they were like 50, was Did it 51 50? or 52 You're talking last Rutgers. week for Bama? Yeah. 66 to 3. That's a cover. They I'm just thinking Penn, Penn State's got to cover that, right? 47? Yeah, you Rutgers take Penn is State minus 47 against I would Rutgers, take Rutgers. Right? Penn State's got nothing to play for. I mean, Rutgers did cover they the Ohio 20, State game. Yeah, Rutgers scored, scored 21, 21 on Ohio points State. Against Ohio yeah, because once you get once you're beating the heck out of someone and they're out, do you just keep punching them in the face? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you kind of just like, all right, we're gonna lay off the. I don't know. I saw Ben Askren get knocked out in five seconds, and Masvidal <laughs> kept punching him in the face. Well, like I said, that's He's personal. He's retired, Ebo. <laughs> Nelly got his boy Cerrone back. He's in a good mood the today. The cowboy? Yeah. Um, anyway, th- this is like, this certainly has to change. And by the way, if you're going to, to watch the game, safe travels. Oh, yeah. my God. I, I might suggest leaving today or just taking a hard pass and uh, – Go, you know, go to Jimmy's in Endeavor because uh, and hang out. Yeah, come to Jimmy's tomorrow. Sports Pub and Grub tomorrow. Shows twelve thirty two thirty. That is crazy. A foot of snow and thirty. I mean, you get both boxes checked, right? Thirty mile an hour winds would be a difficult game to play in. Uh, A foot of snow would be a difficult game to play in. You got them both. I almost feel uh, bad for a guy, Danny Cunningham, over there in Minneapolis now. Exactly. Who? Uh, Conrad, welcome, uh, welcome to the Joe and Ebo Show. Happy Friday. What's up, buddy? Conrad, what's up? How's Thanksgiving, man? You know, it was it was uh, action-packed, you know? Was just, how many plates? I mean, I, I mean, from what time frame to what time frame? Well, how, how many how many plates of food collectively do you think you put down? Dude, you know, like, I start with, like, slight nibbling, which escalates into, like, a little bit more aggressive nibbling, yep. which then, like, we're about, like, a half hour from the turkey being done. Yep. So then I do, like, a pre, I do a pre-plate. They like try to test out what I really want, and then once the t- the turkey comes out, then I'm like, oh man, what am I gonna do? So then I uh, load up on turkey yeah. and gravy, and, and so I can't tell you I passed out at halftime during Lions Bears. <laughs> oh, did you see up- Brothers Osborne? Oh, <laughs> I did actually. Yeah, that's about when I Osborne. Dude, that five I woke- that five minutes of silence before they performed was the greatest Brothers Osborne concert ever. Yeah, it was just it, silence. There you go. I didn't even know about them. My mom's like, oh, look at that, brothers. Osborne. They stink. So, hey, boys, what do you know about Brett Bielema going to Rutgers? He's he's the uh, – uh, thank you, Conrad. Hey, we got we to gotta, oh, run we got quick. Oh, we got Raph on hold. Uh, he Love is you, now – and we'll ask Raphael this. I believe he is the odds-on favorite right now to win. That would be Conrad. We got to talk about that. On he must have good buffets in uh, Dude, it's Jersey. Uh, here, crank, turn, you want to turn it on? He definitely, the knob he'd definitely be the favorite to be the heavyweight now in that market. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of right. like buffets in we'll that You can bet on the next Rutgers head coach. I think Brett Bielma has top odds. This would be, you know, this is a, can we go blood? We need the, the blood bank big boys guy. I'm telling you, man. You taking the under? How Nelson, be, be, come on. How, how can anyone score points tomorrow? Well, Joe, they're going to figure a way to get the ball into the end zone. Well yeah, said. Yeah, no excuses. <laughs> uh, we have a, uh, the king, 
By the way, Rory, thanks for tweeting in, man. He says, so who's wearing white tomorrow, Wisconsin or Minnesota do the whiteout to blend in with the snow, a.k.a. pull the best Whoa. John Cena? You can't see me. It's a good Would question. you do a whiteout there? Uh, yeah, because normally, obviously, the Badgers are all white from helmets to jerseys to pants on the road. That would certainly be advantage Wisconsin. Or would it be a disadvantage because you can't even see your own teammates? Do you want a red jersey? I think you want to wear color. I think you want to wear, yeah, the colors. Yeah. Are... I think Minnesota, the crimson or the, the maroon stands out probably pretty good in the snow. Wisconsin needs to change. You know when Illinois did the uh, basketball against Wisconsin? And we their, couldn't tell the difference. They had the Wisconsin had the red on, Illinois had the orange on. Yeah. I think Wisconsin needs to wear the red and what's Minnesota? They wear the what do they yeah, wear at home? They wear the maroon jerseys. And yeah, who cares? Pants. Everyone in red. Let's go. I want to be able to see the players. Don't you? Uh, yeah, because like when you talked about that basketball game, you couldn't. It was terrible. You couldn't tell the difference uh, between the two teams. So uh, this should be interesting. If the weather is really as bad as uh, as they're saying. It uh, should be one interesting game uh, tomorrow. Let's see here on the Twitter poll. Biggest deal about the game tomorrow. Paul Bunyan's axe winning the Big Ten West or a shot at another Rose Bowl. Uh, right now winning the Big Ten West. Close all three. Winning the Big Ten West, 38%. Uh, Paul Bunyan's axe, 32%. And chance at the Rose Bowl, 30%. You guys both said win Big Ten West, right? Yeah, Big Ten West. I mean, that's probably the right answer. I had something about, and I... I cannot believe that Penn State uh, would be in position. I just think that's completely unfair to either Wisconsin or Minnesota that Penn State would get the Alabama treatment that not playing in the Big Ten championship game is a benefit to you. Like, why would Penn State advance? Minnesota beat Penn State, and if Wisconsin beats Minnesota, they'll beat the team that beat Penn State. Penn State should not be ahead of either one of these teams in the Rose Bowl pecking order at this point. It should be... The worst case scenario for the winner of this game tomorrow is the Rose Bowl. Yeah. I mean, that that's what this should be playing for tomorrow. So I voted Rose Bowl because, we, you know, we I'm, I'll love to have that debate next week after the Big Ten Championship game if they end up getting there and losing to Ohio State. And then we can have the debate of is getting to the Rose Bowl a successful season. Sure. So uh, obviously I'm not ready to go there yet because they haven't even beat Minnesota. But I think this game tomorrow should be for – at worst, the Rose Bowl. Yeah, now go to another poll we have. We just unveiled about 10 minutes ago. You want to hit it for I me? Just make the list! The D-bag of the week up and active. It's a head on, it's a, you know, it's just mano y mano, right? A heads up yeah, battle. Heads up. So last Saturday, we had Stanford, was it Stanford and Yale? Harvard for, and Yale. Harvard and Yale, sorry. Uh, well, I, I screwed it up there. I Har- just won smart school. Whatever. You're good. Apparently, I, I wouldn't get into these schools. So, yeah. <laughs> Climate change protesters stormed the field at halftime and delayed the game. Right. Why? And, and, Why? They, and they're so dumb, they didn't realize that they don't even have lights. at the. So by, by, by delaying the game, they almost had to have it canceled or they would have to come back. If you're talking about saving resources, you would think – protesting a game at a stadium that has no lights would probably be the last place you want to protest. And you'd think all the eggheads there are probably trying to figure out a solution right there. Wouldn't you right. want to go, like, who'd be, like, the dumbest football program? Um, I'd write Rutgers. Somewhere other D-bag. You want to go protest somewhere in the SEC, I'd assume, for the climate Maybe the game la- Yeah, the game last night. <laughs> Anywhere in the South. Yeah. Think uh, there'll be any global warming protesters in Minnesota this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Nelson. <laughs> Nelson, it's climate change now. It's no longer global warming. Get it right. Um, and then we're going against uh, they're going against Rutgers for screwing it up with Greg Schiano. Uh, right. But apparently Greg Schiano's now back in the picture. It's 
I don't care. I what? It's got to be Brett Bielma. I will do Nelson. There's a GoFundMe account started for Nelson and Mount Notice for buying land, which is amazing. I think we should start a GoFundMe account because our buddy Raphael said it would be a money issue with Bielma. So let's start a GoFundMe account to get Brett Bielma enough money so that Rutgers can hire him, so we can have Bielma at Rutgers. That needs to happen. So um, Steve Ross just tweets, he says, I totally get why Rutgers passed on Shiano. His demands were ridiculous. Now, did you see what his demands were at first? I have to go back and look. But It doesn't matter. It's Rutgers. He like, can, that's why I said Wouldn't you he, be bending over backwards to get someone like Greg Shiano? Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. He could ask for the keys to the city, and it's not enough. Like, it's Rutgers. I don't care what his demands were. That that That's irrelevant. Uh, let's see. It, it, see, this is what... The 2005 game at the uh, Metrodome when Wisconsin had that block punt to win the game was awesome. That's what Wisco Flow tweet said on the Twitter poll. Uh, Billy Cork 2034 says the snow will probably win tomorrow. Like, do you think? Because, like, the Vikings built a new stadium, but they built a new dome. Yeah. The Gophers who used to play in the Metrodome in a dome stadium built an outdoor stadium. And part of me is like, good for you. Like, we as Packer fans, like, I could never imagine Lambeau Field with a dome on it. Um, but the Vikings are a little different. They've always had a dome stadium. Like, do you think now Minnesota retrospectively looking at the scheme and I was like, why didn't we put a roof I on guess, this football but I stadium? Like, I like football games being played out in the elements, don't you? Even well, though, yeah. Like, I prefer it. In the dome, it just feels kind of, I know you can control the conditions and blah, 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 but it seems kind of soft. I like the fact that they're out there playing in the elements. I like that the snow is going to be coming down. I know for, for gamblers and whatnot, it's kind of hard. And when it comes to if Wisconsin will take the axe back. But I think we can all can agree that the lock, the blood bank lock, right, Miller, is the under. Under. But I think playing the elements, how football should be played. What did Amon say when he was on? All-terrain running back. That was pretty good. I like that. But And I'm with him, uh, Nelly. I'm with Ebo. He play, I mean, as a Packer fan. But isn't, isn't this, like, over-the-top, like, weather? Where it could almost like oh, yeah. handicap it to it's like you're not even picking the better team. You're just picking the team that gets luckier in the weather tomorrow. Like I, when it gets this bad, I don't know that there is a better team. Like this is the game you wish Ohio State comes to town. Or this is the game you wish you play the undefeated team because everything's equal. There, there are really no advantages in a game like this when it's that bad. You know what's going to happen tomorrow afternoon in Minnesota? It's going to just be a little tiny flurry. Yeah, watch that well, And there's that, too. Every time the weather, they usually uh, are, are way off on this stuff. Um, it's the storm of the century. We got an inch. Everyone should paint themselves white. Yeah, this is the new definition. Maybe, the, maybe I mean, they just, everyone blends in for Wisconsin now. Screw the red jerseys I was talking about. Everyone is just, everyone wears white and paints themselves white. Definitely a new definition to the uh, the term whiteout uh, potentially going on uh, tomorrow. All right, if you want to weigh in on that, 608 Three, two, one, sixteen, seventy, and you know, th- there's obviously the the what you know one of our three choices, winning the Big Ten West. I mean, does this? It gives. I said this. We said this earlier, but it gives you another game. It might not erase Illinois, and it still might not get a baseball on the menu, but it does give you another game. Yeah, it gives you another game. And uh, well, I mean, okay, can we switch to Sunday? Is what's MetLife Stadium going to be about? There's going to be I, snow in New York. I don't know, Nelson. What's the forecast? I'm for looking s- right now. That that would be one where if you're the Giants, you're begging for a blizzard on Sunday. See, I don't know if, who it benefits tomorrow. I think it I think it benefits the Badgers tomorrow. I guarantee the Giants are looking at the forecast and saying, "How do we get some of that in New York?" All right, oh, we're looking on Sunday here. 
uh, efforting. Oh, there might be snow in the forecast. We got a little snow, a little rain. Breezy with rain. Ooh, could go down to 36, so we're not going to get any snow. It's just going to be a little rainy. How's that work, though, for the Giants? Well, I would say advantage because they have Saquon Saquon Barkley. Barkley. But the dudes, he had 13 carries for one yard against the Jets two weeks ago. Uh, Before that, he had 21 yards. Like, I don't know if the guy's hurt or if the Giants are that bad. But, like, he has not done any. I mean, against the Bears, he had 41 yards. Against the Giants, he had one yard. Uh, game before that, they played the Cowboys. 13 carries, 21 yards. The guy hasn't had a touchdown in a month. When you have an athlete or a monster like that, it has to be the offensive line. I don't even care. If he's 70%, you know he's better than 70% of the rest of the running backs in the league. Well, how about the other running back, Aaron Jones? Devonta Adams comes back, and Matt LaFleur forgets that Aaron Jones is even on the roster. They don't even use the guy. I, I think there is some truth to that. Um, I, Amon said it. I, I think you have to get back to what was working, and that's Aaron Jones. But, okay, Nelson, to your Saquon Barclay, this is on the season. 460. Now, he did miss, what, two or three games, but still. Two touchdowns, 461 yards on the season. The, the guy's, like, been non-existent. His last, this, this is since he returned from the injury. 59 yards, one up. yard, 28 yards, 64 yards, 70 yards, one touchdown. So, I mean, we think yeah, about, well. I mean, could he be a little banged up still? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so he probably is, is. He's still not that bad. You have to look at the offensive line. I agree. I mean, how, how do you just not, I mean, against the Jets, how do you not luck into a few yards? I mean, he's, the guy had one stinking yard uh, against the Jets. So, yes. But you say this? And we'll watch them play the Packers, Don't and the Packers' it, defense will and then all of a sudden, will look like a Hall of Famer. Yeah, that offensive line will be five Hall of Famers. The Packers have an uncanny ability to do that to, to teams and players, don't they? They, 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 they look seasons. like butthole coming in, and then the yep. Packers make them look like they're Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, there yep. might be some special team players from the other teams this year that get real looks <laughs> because of how brutal their special teams have been. Uh, that guy's still on Mount Notice, right? What's the special? What's the best Packers Meninga. special team coach? Meninga. Did you guys? Did anyone know where? Uh, would Ron Zook? What he was doing on Halloween or on Thanksgiving? Do we know if Ron Zook had plans? Yeah, he dressed yesterday? up as Meninga <laughs> for Halloween. Thanksgiving. Sorry, maybe Nelson's right. Maybe he was uh, dressed up as. I'm just saying. Can we get? I mean, oh, he's a senior analyst for the University of Maryland. Man, that's a quick turnaround after the AAF gets the axe. Yeah. All oh, right, because he was in the AAF too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Um, could also mean why Maryland's Wasn't quit he a on special this teams team. coach in the AAF? Yeah, he was a special teams coach. Yeah, now he's um, a senior analyst for the University of Maryland. And that's a pretty, pretty far fall from winning or from going to a Rose Bowl with Illinois, coaching at Florida, to going to the Salt Lake Stallions. And then you're an analyst for Maryland, a team that quit on their season. Like in I'm pretty October. sure being a senior analyst is a step up from working for the Salt Lake Stallions as special teams coordinator. Yeah, I would. Yeah, the I would league. Think so. The league folded after like four weeks. I'm surprised. Yeah, uh, but it was a hell of a four weeks. Was, I was gonna say that was star. It, was that it star burned uh, pretty bite. Uh, was it though? I mean, I like. I, I know uh, what Amon thought that you know the Giants would have something I, and, and maybe make it close. I just I can't see this game being within. I know Nelly, you said last week that if the Packers had won. Uh, against San Francisco or even lost competitively, that it's a letdown game, trap game. I. 
getting beat down the way you did, uh, the Giants losing seven in a row, I, I can't see a scenario where the, the Packers, Packers don't win by like 21 points. Well, the, I know a wins a wins and there's no committee looking at for rankings and whatnot, but if they barely squeak by the Giants, is that like concern moving forward? Because of the Giants. Yeah, I mean, we talk about this all the time. There's no such thing as rankings in the NFL. It's about winning. But, yeah, I, I mean, look, they we said it. They have to win these next three games, and they got to win them big, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you got to blow out the Giants, the Redskins, and the Bears and be, you know, at worst tied record-wise with the Vikings when you go to that game in Minneapolis. Obviously, we hope that, you know, we're going to be huge Seahawks fans on, on Monday night, right? Yeah, go and, see chickens. I mean, obviously you want Minnesota to lose, but yeah, I mean, do you need to win this game big? Not for the win loss. I think but you do after how embarrassed you got against the Niners, just to show people that you're not a bunch of schleps. If the Packers lose to the Giants after what just occurred and how bad the coaching staff was embarrassed, you know what, Gilbert Brown, you're uh-huh. off Mount Notice because <laughs> you got to move over. Lafleur's on. That, I was going to say, what's the most loose Mount Notice right now? Is Gilbert the loosest out of the four? Yeah, just because that's the little personal vendetta. He, that's been. Yeah, you shouldn't have let the personal stuff affect Mount Notice, Nelson. I think it was well deserved, though, because he also kind of has that relationship with the other guy that's on Cause there. Because if you let the personal stuff affect Mount Notice, you're going to need a lot more land, a lot more plots, because yeah. you are affected personally by a lot of things that you hold grudges for forever. Don't get on my bad side. How, how I is, think everyone's on your bad side. How is the uh, GoFundMe account going? By the way, do we have any? Do we have any prospects yeah. on land yet? So I don't think anyone's donated. But I, if you remember That's Wednesday exactly night, well. I said the people and the landowners of Mount Notice asked that you just, if you want to donate, you don't have to. But if you do, sixty-nine cents. That's all we ask yeah, for. It's a round number. Cents. That's it. Okay. I guarantee you could get some cheap land in Dunkirk. Maybe we put Mountain Notice out in Dunkirk. Ooh, that's high priced. <laughs> that's God's country out there, I was told. That's true. <laughs> Fourth best joke. Oh, stop it. Uh, all right, uh, we're going to give you Jared a bonus. A bonus daily <laughs> action zone coming up. On Badgers Gophers, we're going to give you our D-Bag of the Week winner. Uh, big event tomorrow for Badger Saturday. We'll talk about that uh, as well. And, of course, the Packer game on Sunday, 608-321-1670. Uh, we didn't mention this on Wednesday night, uh, that the Bucks yeah, won dude. again. Uh, give the deer a little bit of love today. Nine Milwaukee in a has now won nine yeah. Games in a row. Nine. They times. are two games clear of the Celtics and Raptors for the best record in the East. Only one game behind the Lakers for the best record in the NBA. Uh, Giannis uh, has gone from fourth best MVP odds to now like two to one best MVP odds. Uh, we had when we had our our Bucks insider uh, on earlier in the week. We were talking about this that they don't have a, a losable game. Until the Clippers next Friday, December 6th. But here's the thing. That game's at Pfizer. And you're going to say the Bucs are going to be favored in that game. Between now and then, Ebo, they play the Cavaliers tonight. Win. Win. Uh, winning. The Bobcats on Saturday. Winning. Uh, the Knicks on Monday. Winning. Uh, the Pistons next Wednesday. Winning. So the Bobcats? Then, Hell yeah. yeah. Are they, what are they? What are they? The Hornets yeah. again? I, yeah, I prefer the I got a Bobcats, Bobcats jersey hanging Hornets, over there. Whatever. I, I prefer Only the Bobcats. Only one of those games are on the road. 
So they play four of their four of their next five at home. And then let's say you get through the Clippers. You play the Magic at home. The Pelicans at home. Last I checked, Zion Williamson still, still isn't out. playing. Then you play the Grizzlies. And then you play the Cavaliers at home. So much winning. How, by the time they get to Christmas, they, it does get big boy basketball. Two days before Christmas, they go Lakers, Mavericks back-to-back. Then at the 76ers on Christmas Day. So Bro. clearly there's some chances for some losses there. But between now and Christmas... I could see, like, less than two losses for the Bucks on this schedule. Can I go out on a limb and say, all right, is there a nine-game win streak right now? 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, nine, 16, yeah. 17, 18. They could win 18 in a row before maybe the Mavericks can – the Mavericks aren't – Mavericks are a good team. Good. They could go 18 in a row before potentially taking a lo- a game where you look at it and be like, ah, I can maybe see a loss here. Remember who the Mavericks has lost to twice? The Would that Knicks. be the – And I've, I've, been, I've been on it both times. Yeah. And then you got the Lakers after the Mavs. They could they could potentially win 18, 19 in a row. If you win 19 in a row, you'd be going up against the Lakers to push for 20 in a row. By the way, Thursday, December. Could they do it? At, how about, well, what if they win on some crazy win streak, which, I mean, nine already is pretty good. Think about, is that the game of the year of the NBA? Thursday, December 19th, Bucks lakers In Milwaukee. Pfizer. 7 o'clock tip. Wow. That'd be, that's huge. That's a ball that's game like, That could be an NBA Finals Matchup right there. I mean, there. it would it would be right. A little now, preview. Right? I just, I mean, look, you the Bucks always... could do it. The Bucks could totally win eighteen in a row. Look, I completely agree. I mean, with the you. Clippers won. The, I guess you got to throw the Clippers in there too because uh, I mean, the Clippers so are a great team. But you, 10, you 11, get them at home. 14. So if they were to lose the Clippers, that would get a thirteen game win streak. And who knows, Kawhi Leonard could have load management and sit on the bench. Well, I was just gonna say, you know, we hate load management around here, but. Eventually, Giannis is going to get a night off. You still don't have Chris Middleton. I mean, I could see a game like at the Pistons next week or at Memphis in two weeks where you give Giannis a Wednesday night off. You give Chris Middleton because he's still not ready a night off. And like a skeleton crew buck team could lose a game. But if they all are kept together, if Gian- I mean, look at the Giannis's last five games. 30, 50, 38, 33, 33. He's insane. That, that's, I mean, that's not even giving you his point or his rebound and assist and block totals in those games. That's just his points the last five games. He's averaging almost 40 points a game during this win streak. It's nuts, dude. And Giannis, Giannis is, I mean, he's a double double every night, but he's he could almost be doing a triple double every night. Like it's nothing. Giannis did the Kumbo is, it's, I can't even begin to explain how good he is. Then you got Chris Middleton back. Um, the Bucks are on a roll. They're unstoppable. I have a question for you guys when it comes to D-Bag of the Week. We get this from Nelly, one of your guys, Bill Wiesenzel, who hates that he's agreeing with you on uh, – What did he hate that he's agreeing with you on? Great Anything? guard? I believe that was guard. He said he was swimming in Bad Take Lake with Nelson. Bad Take Lake. That's where we could get beachfront property for Mount Notice. Yeah. Right ba- on the shores of Bad Take Lake. He goes, I like that. He goes, for D-Bag of the Week, honorable mention goes to the dude from Old Miss who got the unsportsmanlike <laughs> I flag. I wondered about putting him up. Well – I like the celebration. I thought the celebration yeah, was great. The dog pee leg thing's kind of been done. If it's but... the NFL, everyone's laughing about it, True. and they're probably tied the game, could have gone and win it. Since it's college, you can't celebrate. I thought it was pretty funny, though. Like, you fun- have the cojones to pretend like you were a dog taking a leak on the stadium? But it did cost you. I mean, here's the thing, though. They weren't. They were already at 4-7. and seven. Now, the team they were playing was 5-6. and six. Mississippi State had to win that game to get bowl eligible. What it would have been if it was the other way around, right? If Mississippi State had lost a bowl game... 
because a dude did a simulated dog peeing in the end zone after a touchdown. That would go down in the annals of the greatest <laughs> full pause of all time. Mississippi's terrible, and their season was done either way after last night. Now, they did lose a game because of it, but what if they had lost, like, a bowl game qualification because of it? That that takes it to the next level. So do you think you should have been honorable mention for— uh... I thought about putting him up there. I don't know, Nelson, a college kid on a 4-7 and seven team doing a Hey, we put up Hornybrook. Yeah. We did put up Hornybrook. And I mean, you won. Did that really lose them the game? You still had the extra point. It's we, not like that's right. a 35-yard field goal is not a very far field goal. And that was what the extra Wisconsin's point. Wisconsin's guy hit a 62-yarder? Yeah, never even played. They just pulled him off for senior oh, day. Oh, yeah, kick this. Okay. I feel like that's still kind of on your kicker if you can't make a 35-yard extra point. I mean, yeah, but the kicker, obviously that guy will never be kicker, playing though, in the NFL. The kicker finally has a fall guy. He, he can be like, dude, you did what you did that, so it cost me. The kicker finally has got a fall guy. Or does he have a future job in Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I bet. Do you think the Bears are actively trying to sign old Mrs. Kicker today? Now that Mrs. He's he's a pro now because they're done. So he could he could go pro. Do you think the the Mississippi kicker will be on the Bears roster before the end of the season? I heard. I forget what announcer said it during the Bears Lions game, but he said uh, the Bears are actively trying to do an in game trade to, for Trubisky and Blau. Swap quarterbacks. <laughs> wow. An in-game in trade. There was a lot of that yesterday on Twitter. Like, would you yeah. do a heads-up Trubisky for Blau trade? <laughs> the first ever in-game trade to but switch uniforms. I got bad news for you guys. Did you see who was it? One of the information guys from the NFL said, not only are the Bears not going to remove Trubisky this year, they said they're already locked and loaded for 2020. So the whole Cam Newton, which would have made a lot of sense to the Bears or seven potential first-round quarterback drafts that the Bears are just going to eat it and take another. The, they, they, according to the guys in the know, Trubisky is already signed up for 2020 to be the starter. The Bears should sign Mitch Trubisky to a lifetime contract right now and keep yeah. him as long as they can. I was trying to think of my favorite Bears quarterback. I mean, it's Cutler. It's, Cut- it's, it's got to be Cutler. Cutler. But then it's, a, then it's a debate between Rex Grossman and Mitch Trubisky. I'm not sure which one I like I more. just like Jim Miller because he looked like my dad when he was, like, 25. He was one of those guys that just didn't age well. Like, you know, he's running around out there and he had that, like, bald you spot. you saying your dad doesn't age well? No. My dad's almost <laughs> 70 years old. Just kidding. Jim Miller was 25 and looked older than my dad. I, if anything, that's a compliment to my dad. Yeah, there you go, Dave. Uh, plus, my dad at 70 has got way more hair. Than, that, I mean, there's the weird... See, I, I would say... I'd rather be bald than bald spots. If my hair starts Just to go, shave it all. See, thankfully I have a full head of hair, but that ring in the back of your head, yeah, it's tough. It's you gotta just it's my shave biggest the whole. Fear. Yeah, when you start combing over bald spots, every or man's biggest bald fear, spots, you just gotta say it's over and go full on bald at that point. I mean, you're like hanging on to a lost colony when you have that little exactly. ring. Yeah, when, once. Once this goes for our Twitch viewers, everyone else, I'm describing the the colic in the back here. Swim more hats. When that starts going, it's over. You just shut That's it down. That's the biggest fear. It's the biggest fear, isn't it? You just shut it down. You become a hat guy. You become a hat guy, or you become a bald guy, like Heilprin, smart guy. Probably didn't have much Lee hair. Jamin. He said, "You know, I'm not going to fight what I'm not. Yeah. I don't have hair. He got, he got ahead of it. I appreciate Zach. I respect you." Don't rock bald spots. It's Jim Miller should have learned. But he, I mean, Cutler's the greatest bear quarterback of all time. That's not even. Oh, close. here we go. Here's another game from yesterday. Update just for me and Rappaport says when Cowboys owner Jerry Jones said there would be no coaching change involving Jason Garrett today. You can extend that to assistant coaches. 
No changes are expected today for assistance or Jason Garrett from Jerry Jones. I mean, they're in first place. They can't win a game. Uh, but they're in first place. Here's the song. Yeah, this is for you, Scott. You better, if you're going to get back into DJing, bro, you need DJ Casper and the Cha Cha Slide. That's a bad take. That's a very bad take. We don't like that take. Everybody clap your hands.